0: Welcome to the Business Podcast Canada, a Canadian podcast for business professionals around the world with Victor Miyagi and Robin Alicet.
1: Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Business Podcast Canada. My name is Victor Miyagi. And of course, we also have Robin Alicet here with us. Robin, how are you today?
0: I'm doing good, Victor. How about for yourself?
1: Good, good, good. It's uh, the middle of the week and it's going well so far. (laughs) (laughs) Excellent. Well, in today's episode, we'll be talking about working from home. This episode hasn't been released yet. And already I heard a few gasps out there. Super controversial topic with strong opposers and strong supporters as well. I'm not even going to try to be neutral about this. I am completely (laughs) in support of working from home. Robin, how do you feel about this?
0: Victor, I appreciate your honesty because (laughs) this has been something that we've talked about casually. I'm super curious to know kind of officially as, as the podcast, Mm -hmm. Talking about it more, like the pros, the cons, the like, why there's such a need to have like people in the office. So super (laughs) excited about this. I feel like I'm gonna poke you a little bit too.
1: (laughs) Yes, I think so. But that's that's what we're here for. We're we're, we'll have fun. (laughs) Oh, definitely. Robin and I both work from home, and we're both good at our jobs. We get the work done. We have happy clients. We contribute. All of that from the comfort, safety, and cost efficiency of remote work. Yeah. With gas prices skyrocketing, why spend money and time on a commute just to sit in an office to send emails and be in Zoom meetings? Mm-hmm. Some bosses, I won't call them leaders, I'll say bosses, some bosses say yeah. it's because that's how we establish connections, that's how we build a corporate culture. First of all, if your culture depends on a building you're doing something wrong for starters. Second, Robin and I are proof that you can absolutely make friends remotely. We started working together back in December. We met in person once, and now Robin is working at a different company. And here we both are. We still have a friendship. We text, we are even co-hosting this podcast, all of that without having to be in an office and having met in person just once. Robin, what do you think?
0: absolutely victor i think it's so interesting and i think we've seen people like from both personal and professionally it's like it's interesting that you can tell from somebody online that they're just crazy like they run long on meetings or mm-hmm. they make meetings out of nothing and you're like i get that but still if you need that interaction then there's got to be something else outside of work <laughs> to fulfill that but happy to meet happy Mm -hmm. to do whatever but I agree with you Victor it is interesting that there is a shift and the importance on connecting with people has become so apparent and it's like you can still do that online I mean AOL MSN I might be outdating myself here but remember (laughs) those days where you connected on like those group chats or those community boards, and you meet friends with strangers all the time. Was that dangerous? Probably, but now <laughs> you have a face. You have a face with somebody.
1: <laughs> exactly, and like you said, it's it's really. I understand sometimes people maybe they're new in like a city or even a country, and so people they work with they are their social circle. But yeah. I, I would encourage people to expand also their social circle outside of work. And uh, we were also talking about how a lot of people, when they go to work, they go to work. They're not there to to be friends. And so it's always good to be friendly, but I believe that you should also expand your social circle to be not just in work. But another advantage to working from home is the environment. (laughs) If we are environmentally conscious, the less cars out in the road commuting, the less pollution. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And Another advantage, talent sourcing. So why restrict yourself to candidates available within a few miles of a building when you could tap into a nationwide talent pool? Robin, you live in Alberta, but you don't work for a company in Alberta, right?
0: That's right. And you did the same thing. You lived in Alberta, but you didn't work in Alberta. So what's the big deal? Victor? I'm curious.
1: Yeah. So right now you're working for a company in, in Ontario and I was also working for a company in Ontario. And interestingly, that company I was working with had been fully remote since even before the pandemic. So lots of companies shifted to remote work after the pandemic, but this, this has been a thing for a while, but the pandemic did bring it front and center.
0: Absolutely. I mean, so because of the pandemic, I lost my first job. And when we were kind of breaking down, like they were very transparent. I really appreciated the insight, but we were spending $10,000 a month on the lease. $10,000. Like when you really broke that down. And I mean, it was a warehouse that got modified into an office space. Mm -hmm. So it was one of those quick builds and you got to modify the interior. And I was like 10,000. That's like a couple people's salaries a month. How? Wow. It was terrible. I couldn't, and I was like, oh, well, no wonder I'm getting laid off right now. <laughs> you can't afford me. You can't even afford the space. <laughs> it's like,
1: look how much money you would save if you only let us work from home.
0: <laughs> Absolutely.
1: So Robin's company gained an amazing CSM without having to restrict themselves to a region, all because of remote work. Absolutely. And one of the most unsubstantiated claims against working from home is that remote wor- remote workers are less productive. First of all, before I hand it over to Robin, I want to emphasize for the opposers to working from home, it's not return to work. Please stop saying that. It's return to office. People have been working. They're not returning to work. They are returning to an office. It's very condescending to say return to work. But anyway, Robin has a few stats for us from a poll of technical, an article called Surprising Working from Home Productivity Statistics. Robin, what do you have for us?
0: Okay, so to your point, Victor, I agree with you. It's not return to work. We've always been working. We've been adapting, we've been changing. Um, So the first step for you, uh, Victor, I'm really curious to know is like performance can actually increase up to 13% by working from home. Um, Mm -hmm. I mean, I think that alone speaks volumes. It's, it is, it's not the commute. It's not settling into work. It's not getting your coffee, chatting with coworkers maybe poking around to see what's going on um, and then maybe settling to work. But then that actually leads to our next stat is like the product productivity can actually be increased by 77%. Mm -hmm. That's Mm -hmm. huge. And I'm really curious for people to think returning to work and I do air quotes. I'm an air quoting kind of person. Um, (laughs) Like, Do you actually even consider that when going back to the office? Like, yes, you're there, you're physically present, but like, where, where are you mentally? Are you actually being productive or not? I mean, Victor, to your point, it's like, what do you think of these stats?
1: I, of of course, agree with them. And I also feel it on a personal level because sometimes I have to do some very mentally intensive tasks for work. And honestly, when I was at an office, somebody would walk up to my desk or there would be a noisy conversation going on next door or, you know, somebody was in, on a call or in a meeting and it was disruptive. And even if you have, again, some earphones, for example, you're listening to music, trying to concentrate, there will always be someone who will poke your shoulder or walk up to you and kind of stand until you acknowledge them. (laughs) But when I'm working from home, not only do I not have interruptions, but I can also even listen to my music. I'm not a big fan of headsets and headphones and, and all those uh, things that go around your head. (laughs) So I can just have my music going. I'm not bothering anyone. And I'm being able to focus on what I'm doing without those distractions. So I definitely, definitely agree with uh, these statistics. And it's they're, they're pretty significant numbers. You said uh, 77% of the workers who work remotely at least a few times per month show increased productivity. So, I mean, that's not just saying, oh, it's you know, five to three or three to 5%, but it's 77%. It's a pretty big, significant uh, percentage.
0: Absolutely. And then, so it further breaks it down with like, so 30% are doing more work in less time, mm-hmm, which mm-hmm. is wild, but I get it because- I've definitely been one of those people that if I can get something done, quick and easy. I'll do it first. But Mm -hmm. if there's something that needs to be more concentrating, if there's more time consumption, if I feel like it's going to be more, I will hundred percent take another coffee. I will take another walk around the block. I will absolutely check in with people. And then, (laughs) so, you know, for that to happen. And I think I can, I can relate to that. I mean, when it's crunch time, you just need to get it done. There's nothing. I mean, we both have dogs. My Mm -hmm, dog, mm -hmm. Mezzy doesn't, you know, look at me and be like, Hey mom, let's go for a walk. She will look at me. Oh, you're looking at me. I'm sleeping. Right. (laughs) And so it's funny that statistic, I a hundred percent, hundred percent of the 30% agree with that. (laughs) But also 24% are doing more work in the same period of time Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that you would be. And it's like, okay, so I'm doing more in less time, but then I'm also doing more on top of that in the same period of time that I would be at work.
1: Yes. Yes. Do you,
0: do you see, do you see some of that within the way that you've been working at home as well?
1: I do. Even the other day I was commenting, I think on Facebook or LinkedIn somewhere that I looked at my day and looked at what I, what I accomplished. And I was like, I would not have been able to accomplish this at an Mm -hmm. office. I was fully concentrated for quite a stretch of time during my day, which I don't think I would have been able to do at an office. And then here also at home, I, sometimes I am finishing tasks up until 5 PM. And when you're at an office, you know, when it's closer to five, people are packing up, people are asking what, you know, you're going to do for the evening, or if it's much more, if it's a Friday, what are you going to do for the weekend? So you aren't as productive for your whole day. And when you're at home, you know, you're in the comfort of your home. And when it's uh, nearing five, you're not really rushing to get anywhere. So yeah, you get until five and that's it. You know, you can disconnect, you can go and do whatever you do at home, but you're not that expectation of, oh, it's almost five. And so you start being less productive is not there. I think.
0: Absolutely. And it's so funny because I had a coworker when even, so Back in the day, you know, flexibility was there. So if I started early, I could leave early, but hours were essentially like nine to five kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And I remember so many times that I would check in specifically with somebody that I worked really closely with, just kind of as a heads up, Hey, I'm leaving early. This is abnormal, but this is what I'm going to do. I think everything's good. You're good. I'm good. Let's go kind of thing. And they would chat my ear off, Victor, for that <laughs> half an hour. Like, if I was leaving a half hour early, they would sit with me, even though I went to their office, they would kind of, mm-hmm. like, pull me in. And it was like, I want to go. I I came in early. I'm, this is a, like, this is a courtesy call. Like, I don't want to sit here and chat. I want to go home. <laughs> so absolutely, to your point, they, you can turn off. Everything. You can close your email, you can close Teams or Slack or whatever you're using, and you can 100% focus on the task at hand.
1: Absolutely. I also had a coworker in Bombardier, so she was was a funny one. So all day, all day long, she would spend... Chatting with everyone, she was the chatty one. And then at around three thirty, she would be like, "Oh my god, I have so much to do. I'm so busy." It's like, well, <laughs> I mean,
0: why. exactly,
1: right? So, <laughs> so that's not something you would probably do from home. You would have to schedule like a catch up with a coworker to actually be chatting, you mm-hmm. know, and and it would have to be like on purpose. And in the office, it just happens every, I don't know, every hour, every two hours, so you're having those casual conversations and not really working. So don't come at us and say that we're less productive from home. <laughs> <laughs> what more stats do you have for us, Robin?
0: Um. So this would be really interesting because, of course, the argument needs to be before COVID after COVID. Mm. Um, so apparently this would be really interesting. Um, so the survey, so Apollo technical was saying that 24% of people that were employed did some or all of their work at homes on dates that they worked. Mm. And it was like, right? Because I think we were getting to a time that is like the flexibility work from home if you want to, but I'm curious, Victor, like, have you had that, like kind of the pre COVID hybrid work invent or, um, sorry. Modality. Yes. Thank you. Where it's like (laughs) come to the office on most days, but if you wanted to work from home one day, you could like, yeah, I had that and I couldn't believe how much stuff I got done. I Mm -hmm, felt so mm -hmm. productive.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. My company, actually, my, my COVID company, so where, where, where COVID started, where I was working, uh, they started, so they piloted the work from home, but it was a hybrid model. So they first started with one day a week, you could work from home, and then they rolled it up to two days. And then the pandemic hit and they were like, okay, you can work from home permanently. And that's when like my life changed. And it, it sounds yeah. like an infomercial, but it, it really, it really did. And I do believe
0: sorry, Victor. Can we buy now for four easy payments?
1: (laughs) Of of course. And if if you call now, I will give you another statistic.
0: (laughs) Yay! But that one's for free, right?
1: (laughs) Oh, of course. I'll I'll throw it in for the price of one.
0: Sorry, please. (laughs) That was perfect.
1: That was just perfect. So the 24% of people that were doing work from home before the pandemic, I think is what you're saying. So like those oh, yes. kind yeah. of hybrid environments, but also you have to remember even, even now people take work home and even when you're working from home and you ended five, if yeah. you're working after five, you're taking work home. So I think that also people were uh, replying to emails or taking calls even with the, with the boss or with a client after business hours. And I think that also, uh, um, I think this percentage is also speaking to, to that people have been doing that even before the pandemic, I think.
0: Well, yeah. cool. and I, I really appreciated, especially when we started working together, like you were really great at reminding everybody and I'm going to oh turn off my light for those who can't see. But also your phones. How many people would download their apps for work and be able to be connected twenty four seven? It was like, no, mm-hmm, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. So I really appreciated that you did do that. It was like, you know, it, before computers were, you know, relevant or affordable, when people took their work home, it's like, why would you do that? Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. there's got and you've made really great case in points. It's like. If you're doing that, you need to let the leadership team know. You need to let your manager know because that's not a fault of you. That is because we need another member of the team. We need to distribute this evenly. And it's so weird that people don't think that. It's like this pressure to always have your Mm -hmm. phone on you or Mm -hmm. always be connected to the internet. And it's like, no, I can log off. I'm allowed to do that. (laughs) It's like... It's exactly. Wild. It's wild that people yeah. do that.
1: Yeah. Even in Ontario, I think now, I think that's legislation now that the right to disconnect. Right. So you yeah. can't be expected to be, you know, on your phone or answering emails after you're done your eight hours yeah. um, that day. And, and you're also talking about applications on, on your phone. So definitely I've seen a lot of people doing that. So they have their email, they have Slack or Teams on their phone and that happens, you know, inadvertently, if you have that and you're at the movies or you're at a restaurant and you're having dinner with your family and you get a work email, if you're looking at that work email, if you're replying to that work email, then you're basically taking work home. So I think that's also, again, that's part of the percentage here.
0: Yeah, definitely. Well, it's funny because then in the same stat, it says, so to your point, you're right. So 24% of the people that were employed did some or all of their work at home on days they worked, mm-hmm. but then 82% of the people that were employed did some or all of the work at the workplace. Well, what does mm. that mean? Like, So yes, they were at work, but were they working?
1: Exactly. No. Yeah. They were at an office. Like it, right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Being in an office does not equal being productive. No, again. <laughs> no,
0: absolutely. Well, it's so funny, because after COVID, I feel mm-hmm. so, I mean, we're still in the pandemic. I'm not going to lie about that. I think there's definitely, um, I think we're over it. I think there's a lot of people that are over it and wish they were gone. But I mean, to your point, we're going to be working from home for a very long time. And hopefully it's because of choice, you know, our employers see the value. But it's so interesting, because I remember working at a place that we're worried about having people working from home because you're doing laundry or you're running errands or you're Mm. not a hundred, but like, how has that work life balance been for you? I mean, it's so amazing to actually have a weekend Mm -hmm. because I am able to do laundry during the day. I am able to vacuum. And I mean, I live in a condo, so it's very easy to do that, but it's like, it's so nice to like, Hey, I don't have a meeting until 2 p.m. So I'm going to do my lunch, clean in the meantime. And if I go over a little bit, that's not a big deal because I'm still present. To your point, I'm still present. I'm still here. Mm -hmm. I'm giving probably more 100% of my attention because I was able to complete something off my to do list. And here I am now, 100% ready, not thinking, oh, I really wish I could have cleaned the spare bathroom.
1: And let's be honest, you know, so first of all, people need breaks. So every, I think every two hours, you need to take like a 10 minute break. So if you were doing that at an office, first of all, your 10 minute break would likely turn into like a 20 or 25 minute break because you would turn it, you you would run into Beverly or you would run into whoever and start chatting about whatever you're doing that day. And also lunch hour. So those of us who work like eight to five, for example, we do get an hour long lunch When you have 60 minutes to eat lunch at an office, honestly, I was done eating within 15 minutes and then it was 45 minutes of just sitting at a cafeteria or a break room or whatever, doing nothing. So you might as well do your laundry or, you know, prepare dinner or uh, walk the dog or do some exercise, something that is actually productive and actually good for your health, both your physical health, your mental health, et cetera rather than just sitting at a break room doing nothing, honestly. So, yeah.
0: Absolutely. I'm sorry. I'm just trying to, I'm like, I like just read something from this article too, that really like relates to that because, you know, they, so the Apollo technical um, article that we're referring to. um, So they were comparing the productivity Um, from the first six months that stay at order uh, or stay at home orders were enforced. Mm -hmm. So apparently from March to August of 2020, um, remote work productivity was stable or increased in Mm -hmm. that time. Mm -hmm. And I think that really shocked people. I think that's what really kind of sparked the idea like, do we need, a physical presence. Do mm. we need to have, you know, people's, and I wish I could remember that kind of le- cliche, like butts and chairs or I don't know what it is, but like people yeah. in the office and it's like, do people really get that though? It's like, and I think to our point, it's like, so sure. You're at the office. You're probably not utilizing your day to it's full advantage, but being at home, you kind of do that because you're able to see what your calendar has still be able to jump in on last minute requests or meetings that need to take place or urgent fires needed nine one one kind of thing but you're still able to be productive be present at home working But mm-hmm. then you're also able to kind of complete those tasks that you would do on the weekends or your evenings or whatever it be and you're not at the office to be like okay great so today after work depending on what rush hour looks like maybe i'll get to the first load of laundry Mm-hmm, maybe mm-hmm. i'll able i'll be able to cook dinner like an actual meal instead of just oh uh, i don't feel like it let's order out kind of thing
1: yeah, it's yeah so
0: it's so interesting that these people or these employers and i will say managers to your point it's like they do it's like return to work are you kidding me like that's discrediting everything that we've gone through and we've gone through a lot a lot of change and it's so sad that people do think that it's like oh you're returning to work it's like Oh, I've been working. Don't worry.
1: (laughs) Like, what are you saying that since 2020, we haven't been working? Like, is that really what you're, what you want to say? (laughs) Yeah.
0: no kidding.
1: And I even commented that on LinkedIn the other day um, because a CEO, I can't remember what company, but a CEO commented about remote return to work. Uh, He did not say it like, you know, offensively, but I did comment and I was like, Hey, by the way, it's not. Return to work, it's returned to office because we have been working. And he appreciated the feedback. And I think that is what distinguishes a boss and a leader. So a leader will recognize, oh, that's true. And that's probably not what I should say. So kudos to that CEO there that uh, was able to recognize that it's not returned to work. It's returned to office.
0: Well, it's interesting because In their article, it has like a home versus office. What's the difference? Mm. And it's interesting because 36% of the people believe that the office is best suited for individual work. Mm. (laughs) Did
1: they understand the question?
0: Well, (laughs) 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 what's the difference? Are you kidding me? Like individual work in an office? I think we just made a case about that. Interruptions, distractions. If you're not motivated, you're going to go wander and find distractions and interruptions. Like, I'm so curious about that. Um, I don't know, Victor, I think we kind of proved your point earlier, but like, what do you think about that?
1: So you go to an office to send emails and sit in zoom meetings and that is more productive. I don't think so. I don't think, well, you know, and I think also what's, uh, what's important that we highlight is that not everyone works the same way. And some people do prefer Going to an office to be productive. Uh, one of my colleagues definitely loves office right. work. So, even if there is no official office, she will go to like a co working situation, like WeWork, for example, or Regis. And she's very happy working for, from an office and she's productive, she's good. So, it's not like a one size fits all. And I think the key takeaway to this mm-hmm. conversation and the solution to this debate and this conversation is flexibility and trust. So, and that's what I'm going to have in my closing remarks here, but it's, if you're happy working at an office, knock yourself out. If you're happy working from home, knock yourself out. It shouldn't be a one size fits all. Not everybody likes going to an office. Not everybody likes working from home. So the key, the answer is being flexible and trusting your people.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I think this is perfect for you to share your closing remarks because I agree like this has been a really interesting and it feels way more heavier than it should Mm -hmm, be I mm -hmm. don't understand it I mean the past two years employees have shown their employer you can trust me I am here if changes need to be had they I mean I got laid off twice during the like year like the first Mm -hmm, year mm -hmm. of pandemic so I mean things happen if employees Mm -hmm. don't work there's still ways for um, companies to change that and it doesn't need to be in that physical presence, but like, I don't, I just don't understand it. So I think this is perfect for you to, to share your closing remarks because yeah, it's, it's interesting how heated people are. It's really sad how people don't consider what working at home has really changed for the, for the better on some people and their environments. And it's, it's really, ah, it will be really interesting to see how we move forward on this.
1: Absolutely. You know, times are changing. And just as we moved apart from fax machines and snail mail, we also, it's time to move away from being at an office to be productive. It's, it's 2022. (laughs) We have the tools to be productive and even more productive from home than from an office. But this also brings us to, we were talking about the solution and some people wanna work from home, some people wanna work from an office and this brings us to hybrid work. So this, I read an interesting article the other day where someone compared hybrid work to pizza parties and I thought it was a very creative thought. (laughs) People don't really want pizza parties just like they don't wanna have to go to an office (laughs) once or twice a week for no reason. Yeah, If you can do your job from home two or three days a week, you can certainly do it the rest of the week. And so again, I think the solution is for companies to be flexible. Just like I said, if, if someone like my, co- my colleague is happy at the office, perfect. If I am happy at home, then perfect. So it's about people working where they feel the happiest and yeah. the most productive. How do you feel about hybrid work?
0: I mean, I think that was a great point. Like, <laughs> and, I, and it's always so funny. It was like, but we get casual Fridays. Cool. I've been wearing <laughs> shorts the entire time working from home, right? Like, it's so funny that uh, pizza parties are a perk. And again, air quotes, pizza parties <laughs> are a quote. Or, uh, oh my gosh, Subway. I don't know if you had this, uh, Victor, but like the Subway parties and you're like okay so like I haven't had subway in forever but great okay and it, the foosball table or the pool table here's our perks. this is what we do and it's like hi yeah no I'm not 10 anymore I mean this is not a foosball. daycare <laughs> that's a great way of putting it I don't care if you have a pool table I don't care if you have a foosball table I don't care if I can wear jeans on Friday because you let me like oh Ooh.
1: <laughs> No, absolutely. And, you know, we've seen articles of people. I think everyone everyone has seen pictures of Google's offices and they,
0: yeah, I mean, yeah. they have
1: things and also like Apple offices. If those, if those people don't want to go to those offices, people are not going to want to go to a foosball table or whatever they're called. So yeah. <laughs> it's really, it's honestly, it's uh, it, perks are changing the style of work is changing and it's important to stay or get with the times and evolve it's like they say it's the future of work but to wrap it up just earlier today I saw a LinkedIn post from Anna Oren Taylor a recruiter at uh, Semperis and she gave us permission to feature her post today so thank you Anna. Anna and so Anna says that some cranky executive slash LinkedIn content creator slash entrepreneur who probably can't get people to come back to the office said, and she quotes, work from home is really bad for your physical and mental health and should come with a health warning. And apparently he said, bottom line is that work from home is making you fat and unhappy. No, no. I saw that I was like, I we need to talk about this we (laughs) in the podcast. So that's why I reached out to her and I was like, How disconnected and disrespectful do you have to be to say stuff like that? First of all, just like Anna said, fat shaming is super lame. It's like what you know, 10 year old wrote this. I feel like 10 year olds are even more respectful than that. So (laughs) I I apologize to any 10 year olds who may be listening. My goodness. And she said, you know what, she has some very good points over here. So work from home keeps me from the donuts, pizza, bagels, snacks, that abound at most tech company break rooms. And that is, I can relate to that. My previous company, we had pastry Wednesdays. So we would have pastries every Wednesday. And then the break room also had trail mix that I thought was healthy. And then I looked at the actual caloric content and I was like, this is not healthy. So. (laughs) you know, now that I'm home, I don't have to have pastries every Wednesday. I don't have to have that trail mix. So if I'm eating badly, that's on me now (laughs) working from home. Also, Anna says, allows me to pick up my kids from school and quickly adjust to their schedule changes slash school breaks with less stress. It also gives her the freedom to comfortably work odd hours to accommodate for international colleagues and candidates. So if you have a a client who maybe the the best time for them to meet is seven in the morning. It's completely different when you're doing that from home than when you have to go to an office and commute to an office to be there at seven in the morning. No. And then also, if you have someone who wants to meet with you at 6 p.m., for example, it's very easy for you to disconnect at 4 p.m. and then go prepare dinner and then go back into your meeting at 6 p.m. But if you're at an office, what do you do you know, oh. you probably will be working a 12 hour day while you work for or wait for that meeting
0: and not eating dinner or you're not, not eating breakfast, like you're, eating pizza, really are. like yeah, <laughs> <Leftover> pizza. <laughs> but it's so true because I've definitely been there where you get early and I'm not a breakfast person. So if I am waking up, coffee is the first thing I can definitely wait though. So usually an early morning, I'd go to the office, make coffee. And that's probably all I would drink until dinner time mm-hmm. because it could be one after another, after another. But I agree with you, Victor, like there was no healthy routine that I would take. Whereas at home, it's like, I need snacks, <laughs> but it's there. It's easy. And I don't have to like bring my groceries to work in order for me to eat healthy. Exactly.
1: Exactly. Exactly. Yeah what else does Anna say? She says that working from home allows her to get ready in the morning at her pace without stressing out her kids, pushing her dog to do his business outside quickly and devouring an on the go breakfast. Yeah. So it's not only good for you, it's also good for your family and yeah. for your pets. <laughs> working and from- again, as
0: dog owners, have you yes. been there, Victor? Because it's like, okay, messy, let's go, let's go. And the amount of times that I will say poop and pee, It's kind of a a natural thing to do first thing in the
1: morning. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Working from home also allows Anna to be available to her children's needs and watch them grow up. Getting home at night after they've already gone to bed is not something she will accept from a career ever again. And I will probably have like a sound effect here to clap for Anna. I just I love that statement. She finishes with working from home works for me and it works for her and she should be able to work from home. But I do love that uh, one before the last
0: one. Um, I think Victor, you, you mentioned it great. It's like you get to have lunch every day with your partner. I don't get to do that. My husband is out in the real world. um, And so it's just me at home, but how great would it be to, yeah, like have, have lunch with your kids or with your partner or just by yourself. It's just, Mm -hmm. it'd be so great. So I agree with you. I think having that time and uh, like, of course, so don't have any children, but I have a dog. It's like my dog just turned seven. And the fact that I get to be at home with her and spend this time, like, yes, I joke that she's needy and we become one person, but it's like, I really love this. I love to, be here with my dog, even though she's sassy and gives me side looks of like, are you going to leave me yet?" Like, this is alone time for Mezzy.
1: (laughs) Of course. And that's why that was my favorite uh, point that she, that Anna made. Um, You know, it's, you, you get to be, spend time with your family. And just like you said, like, I also have my partner at home and so we can have lunch together. And that to me is so valuable. It's much more valuable than any job title, or any benefit or any pizza that Mm. is what I will take from here. All right. So thank you again, Anna, for giving us permission to feature your post on LinkedIn. Actually um, I also saw just before we, we close on that, we, some comments. So for example, Neil says that it wasn't until he works from home that he was able to keep a workout schedule and he has better access to food. And then Stephanie She is um, a security guru. She says that work from home has allowed her to have the best work-life balance there is. She's more productive. She's uh, stressed less, more fit, and she can actually enjoy working. And lastly, Lauren, she's actually an insider threat analyst at Microsoft. She Mm -hmm. says that uh, working from home has allowed her to finally make routine medical appointments that she had previously put off due to not wanting to burn PTO during core office hours
0: sure
1: so again good all around i love
0: that priority number one as i point to us we are making ourselves priority we're finally taking care of ourselves we're listening to our bodies oh absolutely
1: absolutely and from the previous episode with charlie safro she was saying this is actually what we all deserve so it's just so good that we're finally getting to this point Now we just need companies to evolve and get with the times. So, well, that wraps up our topic for this episode of Business Podcast Canada. I do hope everyone enjoyed our conversation today. Thank you so much for listening. If you'd like to reach out to us, our email is contact at businesspodcast.ca, or you can also message us through LinkedIn if you prefer. Robin, any closing thoughts?
0: This was really great, Victor. There is so many opinions and thoughts and conversations. And I think to your point, it's great that we do have all these thoughts and opinions, but it's listening to each other, listening mm-hmm, to what mm-hmm. we want, listening to what your your team wants and being accommodating. I think we've really proven that we can, we can conquer anything. And if it's a pandemic, then okay. But yeah, going back to work is in the end all be all.
1: People will be unproductive at an office yeah. if they want to be unproductive. And they'll be unproductive at home if they want to be unproductive. That's right. So really an office, a building is not going to make you more productive. It's not going to make you any better of a worker. All right. Well, thank you, Robin, for, for being here. And thank you, everyone, for listening. Until next time.
0: Thank you for listening to this episode of the Business Podcast Canada. If you'd like to contact the podcast, please reach out to contact at businesspodcast.ca. You can also find us on LinkedIn at linkedin.com slash company slash businesspodcastcanada. Until next time.